0: Well, welcome to the Q Talk with your boy, Pastor E, where all things men would be on the table, so let your brothers, uncles, and homies, and club brothers know we are going to be talking about it, from men issues, to sports, to sex, to whatever concerns me and men, so grab a seat and come along for the ride. Now, just remember, these are my opinions, and yes, I am sometimes right and wrong, so don't take it personally. Just have fun with the Q Talk. Listen, it's your boy Pastor E celebrating another day of life. Today is actually my birthday. I on purposely waited to do this his show today, February the twenty fifth. I'm celebrating a great uh, another year on this earth, and I hope God continue to bless me with plenty, 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 plenty more. But listen. Today's title, if it got to have a title, we're really going to have some fun. We're going to kind of be all over the place. But today's title is The Ride. Simply The Ride. Y'all know I'm a biker, so we're going to talk about Biker Ride. We're going to talk about the Halftime Super Bowl that ride then we're going to talk about the ride with something i got going on right now but listen first of all let's dive into this here super bowl halftime i waited on purposely for it all to be over with for this week to happen when i say this in my personal opinion the best super bowl halftime was definitely michael jackson number one prince number two And then i got to give this year's dr dre day number three bruno mars number four and so on i really enjoyed it I love what, doc, I am not a guy, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a big fan of rap music. I'd be the first to tell it. I do listen to it, but I try to listen to the clean or the old, old, but what I love about what Dr. Dre did was he showed the world a class act with what you guys call hip-hop or rap or whatever it's called. He showed a class act. He put on a great stage presence, had a great stage uh, he had the old school cars. He really brung Compton to the Super Bowl and he done it with class. Mary J. Blige did her thing man, at her age. I mean, hey, she is gorgeous, looking good. Eminem done got his little swag on, done changed his way with his little beard thing. Snoop Dogg gonna always be Snoop Dogg. I'm kind of new to the Kendrick Lamar thing, so I'm assuming that uh for those of you who do follow him. He did his thing, too. Uh, 50 Cent, I think that was a great addition. I I think it was great that they didn't announce he was going to be there. Then he showed up. He did his thing. I really just think it was an opportunity for the African-American community to shine. I think what Dr. Dre did was he gave us an opportunity to hold our head up high, not to hold our head low. He really showed up. He really showed out. He really was positive. He really had a lot of great energy. Uh, he really had a lot of showmanship. I mean, he even got down and played the piano. Uh, he had Anderson Pack on the drums. I mean, you know, he just did his thing for our community. And some point in time, we got to celebrate things. Where, like I said, I'm not a big fan of rap music. I, I don't really like the, the language that they use. But I got to say, for those who are truly, truly, into the hip-hop community, into the rap community, Dr. Dre gave y'all and showed y'all a class act. He really, really, really took this thing at a different level. And he took it at a high level. It's going to be hard to come back and follow that. Uh, and I am I was just honored to, to be able to see it. You know, because the NFL have. They stayed away from the hip-hop community. So that took a leap of faith for them to do that and of course it was in los angeles so if it's gonna be in los angeles who else you gonna get and i mean i like the way they use the country western singer i like the way they use mary mary i mean they just pretty much kept it home and that just go to show the city of los angeles of course city of angels you know has a lot of talent in it but dr dre was Snoop Dogg, because them was the two main characters up there they really put on a performance they really showed up showed out they did what they did and we need to celebrate that, not disrespect it. We need to lift it up, glorify what they did, whether we liked it or not. Uh, the selection of the songs, I don't know if you caught what he did. Uh, the, like I say, the uh, the lowrider cars, uh, something special that happened in the lowrider cars is each one of the lowrider cars had a, a, a particular motorcycle club that's real popular out there in L.A., from the national president of that club, so on, so on. I think it was three cars. Each one of those guys was part of a particular motorcycle club. Once again, that represented L.A., that represented Compton, and Dr. Dre implemented that. A lot of people just don't implement their backyard into a large stage like that, but he implemented that into his backyard. And I think that's something we need to commend him for. We need to clap our hands and say, oh, man, Dre, you did it. You represented us well. And what do you expect from Dr. Dre? He's one of the top hip hop producers out there. Everything he touches turns into gold, even when he did Mary J. Blige's R&B album. Still one of her biggest albums was the one that Dr. Dre produced. And I think that was a great ride for them. uh, And it was a great ride for us. It was a great ride for the city of Los Angeles city of compton the state of california and it was a great ride for the hip-hop nation uh you know and i grew up loving you know uh nwa uh like their music uh like the dre back when he was part of uh the world-class wrecking crew i was in station in germany first and sixth infantry battalion illisheim west germany when the world-class wrecking crew came out i'm telling you now we would blast that song it was just smoking you know the little slow beat with the girls singing in the background and and the guys coming on talking man that was a great song uh it really uplifted the soldiers in the first and sixth infantry battalion i was not a grunt i was a supply clerk but i was assigned to an infantry unit and i thank god for those guys uh we definitely want to keep the military once again our military is being stretched out i am a veteran and i'm just gonna say this personally because this is part of the ride they need a break every fight is not a fight for the americans to get into it's easy when you're sitting at your desk to always send them to you know to war or send them to a conflict and i talked about this a while back from 10 to 15 to 20 years now 10 to 20 years now we really gonna see mental health at all time high in our military because nobody realizes that when you at war 20 years 15 years 10 years and then you come home uh it's hard to cope with life and i i get that and i understand that and and i want to be part of whatever we can do to help our soldiers because a great part of my life is, is belong to the united states army so we want to do what we can do to help help in the future that we can uh but listen shifting gears because y'all know i'm a biking biking what i do motorcycling is who i am Whoa, boy, when I tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. Can I tell it to you like I need to tell it? Man, I did a ride last weekend, uh, left Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City Road, down to the MIA, Miami, Florida. Forget about the event, we'll talk about that, but I just want to talk about the ride. That ride was awesome. When I say it was a pack of bikes, we literally towed up the highway. I think the... State of South Carolina and Georgia and Florida is probably going to send a lot of us a, a, a construction bill to help repair their roads because we tow up the highway like you ain't never seen. I'm telling you now, pack of brothers got together, we laughed, we cut up, we had a ball, we showed out, we made it do what it do simply because that's the way it's being done, that's the way it need to be done. You know, I, I was nervous, I'd be the first to tell I never talked about this on the show, but I'm going to talk about it today. Leading up to this, I was nervous. I was nervous probably for about eight days. I was just totally out of sync. I wasn't focused and I overstressed myself at times and I would try to calm down. Uh it was it was this was gonna be my first group ride uh with this particular organization. This was gonna also be my first time meeting a lot of the other different uh chapters. Not gonna say names because that's none of your business till time is time, but I was welcomed with open arms. Uh, I had a ball. The ride was good. Ice was on your boy. Ice was on some of my other brother's. But we did what we had to do. And when I say once again, I'm probably going to say this three times. It might not be enough. We towed that highway up. But the bond and brothers, you know, I come out of an organization where it was nothing but evil, Satan. I want to be the leader. I want to be the president, do everything to attack people. I watch Christians just be nothing but the devil. But then I watch the MC side be more angels than I ever saw. I'm so glad I'm out of my old situation. Don't want to see them guys. Don't want to talk to them guys. I pray for their success. I pray that they do good. But if I see them in public, I promise you, I won't even speak to them. They can call me whatever they want to call me. They don't already call me all the ugly names. They can't call me because they want to be like me. They want to have the same uh, joy that I have. But you can't steal my joy. Cause that highway takes that joy to another level. And look at, let me tell you, we I, I I worked all night, cause you know I drive and I'm I'ma lead y'all up to the ride. Cause the ride is about everything. So we 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 meet up, you know, I got off, came home, took a little nap, a little sleep, freshened up, you know what I mean, jumped on the twos I already, wasn't even packed. I didn't pack till that morning, but you know, hey blackout. I ain't got to pack but so much. <laughs> you know, it's easy. Black this, black this, black that, black this, black this, bam, it's easy. Wasn't much to pack. I just had to count the number to how many short sleeve? how many long sleeve? <laughs> it's simple. Mounted up, you know, meet up spot was down there, you know, in another city. What was what, what we meet up? Columbia at the Love Truck Stop, which I'm familiar with, you know, truck driver. Met up down there, man. I was the first one got down there. I meant to get down there earlier because I left here a little hungry got down and they got me but i got there and probably about two minutes after we i got there i don't even know if it was two minutes one of the other bros pulled up and uh and I'm, I'm just climbing off the bike i said hey man i'm here early i'm glad you're here early i said hey man i'm gonna go in here and grab me so he said man that's the only reason i'm here early see how bikers think like grab something like to eat they didn't want to get nothing heavy because I, I had some sleep probably not enough we ate one of the other big bros came he got some food we chopped it up you know we did that prayer thing. Then from that point on, it was just nasty in a good way. So y'all know I'm gonna talk biker talk. It was just nasty in a good way. We did what we did. We ate that highway up. We was meeting another bro uh in uh Savannah at Savannah Holly Davidson. We pounded down there, bro was down there waiting on us. Uh we was gonna make it all the way to Jacksonville and shut it down in Jacksonville. And uh man, we took that highway nine four of us at this particular point at the beginning. We get down to JVM, man. I'm telling you what, man, the family uh, rolled out the red carpet. You know, a couple of guys saw me, recognized me. They was excited to see me, excited to see me with the organization. That immediately made me feel comfortable. They all gave me a hug. They all chopped it up, hung out with the bros in the parking lot, man. We were smoking cigars and the information and the knowledge and the love that they were showing me. I was a student. You know, that's what I got to be. I finally got to be a student. I got to be, you know, I've always been humble. I got to be humble where I didn't have to be the leader. And I love not being in a leadership role, in a sitting in the classroom, student role. And the brothers was just loving on me, like eight of them that was out there, man, spitting on me. But when I say we got down there, they had a buffet spread of food. I'm talking about two, three different types of fish, two, three different types of chicken, uh, vegetables, you know, uh, they had water, soda beer. I mean, they had it laid out, man. It was just awesome, man. And I love that. I love that fellowship, you know, because I come out of a devil situation, a devil worshiping situation to see this. It was just, it was just, man, it was like, you know, and I ain't knocking how some Christians, because every Christian lives differently and every Christian think what they're doing is right. So I'm happy to, you know, I say this now, I'm blessed and thankful that the devil came for me. Because if the devil wouldn't have came for me, I wouldn't be in the promotion that I'm in now. So thank you, devil. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I celebrate what you did, devil, because now you finna make me greater than I've ever been. And you get to sit back and watch. You forgot to ask God when you came for me. So we chopped it up. And then they telling us, man, when we get to the meetup spot in the morning, you know, it's probably going to be 30 of us. And in my mind, maybe 30 to 50, I'm thinking, man, you got to be crazy. Well, Lord behold, they was not lying. <laughs> they was not lying. And in my mind, because I'm a biker, and all I'm thinking is if the lead bike does 80 and it's this many of us, the guys in the back, they're going to be topped out. They're not going to be able to keep up. I'm thinking. But the guys in the front, I'm thinking, this just me thing, they're not going to want to do 70 so the guys in the back can do 90, 95. But I'm telling you, man, we stayed tight. We stayed close. We beat that highway up. I mean, it was gas, take a break, gas, take a break, gas, take a break. We rolled into Miami once again. The love was just shown I mean in a positive way. You you really never know how many people know you till you get outside of your comfort zone. And 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 on this ride that I'm on, I am totally, 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 totally outside of what's comfortable for me. I'm really having to uh be alert, be on my P's and Q's to make sure at all times I am who I am, which is a pastor, but at the same time I'm laughing, I'm cutting up. I got a common denominator, thank God for country boy was it four years ago five years ago for turning me on the cigars because now in the situation see sometimes we never really i'm not preaching today but sometimes we never realize how god prepares you for what's going to happen in the future you know because now i'm part of an organization where damn near everybody's smoking cigar so i just automatically fit in who knew that when country boy introduced me to cigars that one day i would be able to To me, because think about it, I'm out of my comfort zone. If I wouldn't have never got to do that, I wouldn't be sitting around the guys I'm sitting around. So once again, I get to grow in that level. So I say this, when Satan comes for you, look back on how God prepared you. God knew that the devil was going to come for me. I just didn't know. And God has been preparing me for when the devil showed up. And when the devil showed up, God just laughed and said, I need you to go over here. So now I'm over here with these fellas and we sitting out there Friday night. We chopped it up. They spitting information. They're telling me how to prepare myself. They're telling me how to keep cool. They're telling me how to do this. I mean, they was just at an all-time level, just educating. And that was on uh Friday, uh, uh uh I mean Thursday night, you know, in that setting. So then we pound down to Miami, and it's like everybody, and you know, uh we get to Miami, we're chilling out, we're hanging out. You know, we had some mechanical problems going down, some mechanical problems. there, not with me, some mechanical problems. I'm going to get to that because the ride is the ride, boy. I'm telling you, I had a ball. I don't know why I was hanging with them other folks. I'm so glad I got to hang out with them other folks no more. They were boring, lying, cricket-ass Christians. I'm glad I got to hang around them devil-worshipers no more. And I'm saying that because I mean it because that's the way it is. I pray to God later on, praying for them, brother. But I'm so glad to be away from that egotistic bull crap. Of idiots. That's just bottom line. I don't care if they listen to the podcast. Get mad, come stupid to their face. Cause I'm from Baiting for a Park, and I'm 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 on ready, to set, go. I'm telling you right now, boy. But man, we was chopping it up, man. And so many people was. And I learned, it's amazing how much, when you really know a lot, if you act like you don't know. Cause see, the problem with the last situation is people think they know everything. You can't tell them nothing because they know everything. And they thank the only, your ass couldn't even grow a church. Nobody wanted to come hear that crazy stuff you was preaching. But now you want to get the motorcycle ministry and you think you above everything because you God. And God said, get the hell away from that. E. And I sat there and so many people, Lord Jesus, so many people was just, man, let me talk to you. Let me give you some information. Let me help you out. Let me this. And it was just, I really, I went from kindergarten, the first grade, to third grade. I probably made it up to fifth grade on this first journey of just information to take in, giving me names. You know, you don't have no pen and paper. One guy giving me info. I said, man, I ain't got no pen and paper to write this down. He said, well, I know I'm going to see you again. He said, I'm just giving you an insight because you need to know this. I'm just giving you insight because you need to know that. And so many people was just giving me those little nuggets and insights just to help me out. Well, this is why we do this, and this is why we do this, and this is who make us this way, and this is who make us this way. And I'm talking about brothers from California to Miami to my Columbia dudes to Fayetteville to Baton Rouge to Nashville to St. Louis to Memphis. Uh, to Phoenix, Arizona, uh, Arkansas. People from all over, man, was just like, bam! And and that ride and that journey just was so uplifting, so powerful that it just blew my mind that I was in that situation. Uh, and then you know we go out. Y'all know I'm a pastor, so I'm hanging outside tonight, and the bros are like, "Hey, man, just come in, take a picture." Cause this is the part I was worried about. Because when I met with them beforehand, I wasn't gonna give up who I was. So I really didn't know, you know, it's like trucking. I didn't know if they were gonna be honest or not. So when I took the group picture, hey, come in, take the group picture, do what you're gonna do. Maybe get you some water, fellowship for a few minutes. Hey man, then you can check out. Bam! That's exactly what I did. I thought I was gonna be coming back by myself, but lo and behold, there's six people in the line. I'm like, I didn't mean to leave and everybody else leave, but they was like me, like, hey man, this ain't really my thing. You know we agree. You know we love fellowship and all that. So we get back to the hotel. You know I'm sitting out there nice time. I got to go to bed. Sad tonight. We we look look. Kick stands up at five a.m. And please understand when I say at five o three, we was rolling out the parking lot. And, and we had a free mechanical I'm telling you, man, I always say the thing, the greatest thing about being a biker is the gas stop cut-ups. If you ain't laughing and cutting up and having fun at the gas stop, you ain't no biker. When you at the gas stop, this ain't no time to be over the top religious, over the top. It, this is the opportunity to just be you, be the best you you can be and just laugh, cut-up, let them laugh at you. If you done done something dumb, you laugh at them. If they done done something, because that's the time that you really get to explore the growth. And that's the time you get to have fun. That's the time that the more and more bonding comes about. And you really get the bond at that level. And the gas stop cut-ups was, man, was, I'm telling you, this first ride, I'll never forget the gas stop cut-up. And then we had, you know, we pound, like I said, we pound and we pound. We beat these motorcycles up to death. One of my brothers ran out of gas. Yep, he ran out of gas. So we get to the gas stop. We didn't get to the one we wanted. We was trying to make it to Buckets, which was only about two miles from where we was at. But we had to get off, go to this one. We go back. We get him some gas. My man get him some gas. As soon as he put the gas in, my man just took off. Whoa! Wow. He say he had to think he don't even know where we at you <laughs> know we go. so he said i'm having to pound hard to catch up to him so he'll know where we at dude ran out of gas again twice he done ran out of gas so now you know the jokes in about two years from now y'all gonna see all this because i'm taking pictures and videos but i can't post none of what i'm doing Y'all gonna see all these memories, man. It was so fun. We get to the, he gets up there, man, and they videoing it, and they laughing at him. They cutting up. They talking about, man, we finna change your name. And uh, we asking each other what we should call him. I said, call him Empty. Name his name Empty. (laughs) You know, because he ran out twice. So name him Empty. Just take take the regular name off of his visit. I ain't gonna say no name. You know how that is. And then just name him Empty. But man, I'm telling you, man, when I, am listen, when I say we left Miami, Florida at 5 a.m. We had, the guy ran out of gas twice. We had another guy who had issues with his bike, had to do a spark plug. Thank the Lord that it, that really wasn't it. He, he actually cracked one of his pipes so it was just, the bike wasn't running good. I pulled into my garage. Literally, I looked at my bike, it was 5.30. Sun still shining. Which means if we wouldn't have had them problems, I probably would have been at home by 4:30, 415, maybe four o'clock. I would have been at home. Look, I can't get the Daytona that fast. And now I done got from Charlotte to Miami that quick. Good lord, what you talking about, man? When I say that's why I named this show The Ride, because the ride was just literally off the chain, like nothing uh you can you can see and nothing you can ever ever witness yeah i'm texting somebody right now yeah so then uh, what i'm texting about is gonna be the next part of my ride because you know i come home my hot water heated go out i got a little problem a little bit of this so i'm, I'm the, 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 the hot water heated guy the plumber come out the way my house is made he really can't get the they got my furnace and my hot water heater in the same place. It's in like a little nook in the garage. You can't get it out. So I need to have a handyman come out. And it's, it's a simple job, just widen the little nook that it's in. Well, this is the ride that I'm talking about. You want me to pay your deposit. You say you're going to be here at a certain time. And here I am at 1215, still waiting on you to have been here probably by tw- by 9 a.m., be at 9 a.m. What ride you on that when you tell somebody you got to pay half of the deposit, you got to sign this, send it back. I done called, know, of course you know me, I don't know, I left an ugly message, no profanity. So they called me back with apology and all that. Somebody going to be here at 1230. Here it is 1214, and nobody here. So that's why I came on here and done my podcast. What I want to say, if you're a contractor, if you're not going to be at the customer a long time, call the customer. Today is my birthday you supposed to be in here at 9 o'clock. You got a probably a 30-minute to an hour job. You done made me lose my whole day. Brother, I had something planned or not. I can't enjoy my ride because of what you got me doing, sitting in my house waiting on you, calling me. Don't call me. Just show up. Just show up like you're supposed to. Or call your boss. because Now, I got to call your boss, and your boss got to make up some excuses. I can tell. The, the secretary had no idea you wasn't here yet. She's like, well, let me make some fun. You know, she didn't know what to do. She got caught off guard. And it shouldn't have to be that way. So when you're going to take a ride with somebody, at least do the ride the correct way. At least show up and ride the way you're supposed to ride. Whether it's your job, whether it's in motorcycling, whether it's in life, whether it's in school, whether it's being a parent in regards to what your ride is, enjoy your ride. Get out there and do the ride. Make the ride positive. Make the ride strong. Make the ride memorable. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're you're in college and you're on that college ride, make that ride enjoyable for who you are. You don't have to totally lose yourself and lose the respect of yourself, but, but lose yourself in fun. If you're out here motorcycling, lose yourself in a good time like i say if you ride with a group of guys and y'all ain't laughing at the gas stop and you got these fake smiles and these corny jokes i'm telling you you're in the wrong i know i've been i'm speaking for me personally i know i was in the wrong organization a long time and i wasn't having fun i'm just going through the motions because of what i thought people how they wanted me to look i wasn't what god wanted me to be now just in one weekend I've had the best fun of my life. And now I find out today on my birthday, hell, I got to go to Jacksonville. You know, I'm I'm new to this organization, so you pretty much got to do this first year going to be rough on your boy. Pray for your boy. But I'm telling you what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have fun. So I got to go to Jacksonville. I don't know when it is. They just posted it in the group. me, So I got to book a room and all that good stuff. But I'm already looking forward to Number one, that's a close ride. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Look, at, I ain't got to drink no five hours in Red Bull and then then the next time mix a five hour in the Red Bull I ain't got to do all that to get Jacksonville I can get off work that morning and easily get to Jacksonville you see what I'm saying we can have fun so you know I got to go to JV of Florida for those of you who listen to the show you want to come down there and meet your boy come hang but listen man we is loving this here ride we enjoying ourselves I can't wait for all this to be over with and we're gonna probably do about four, five, six shows of this journey. I'm gonna be looking at the pictures and talking about the journey, looking at the video, because I'm telling you, man, this is an exciting time in my life. I am having I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, I'm scared. And you know, I tell I tell a couple of my closest friends that, but I'm saying it on my podcast now because I want y'all to pray for me. You know, just pray that I continue to have fun. Just pray that I relax. Because, you know, your boy a little nervous. Your boy a little scared. I'm outside the box. But, man, I'm fitting in the box. And that's what's so great to do, man, is the fact that I'm fitting in the box, even though I'm a little outside the box. But I'm having a ball. I'm having fun. I'm living life to the fullest. I'm praying all the time. I'm prayed up. I got the biggest smile on my face. Today is my birthday. So y'all say, hey, happy birthday to your boy. Celebrate. Listen, we're going to get on off of here. So I just want you to know, thank you for listening to the Q Talk with your boy, Pastor E. Well, definitely all things mean would definitely be on the table. So let your brothers, uncles. Homies, and definitely your club brothers know that we are going to be talking about it from this issues to sports to say to whatever concerns me and men. So, you know what? Grab a seat. Come along for the ride. Now, just remember, these are my opinions. And yes, I'm sometimes right. I am sometimes wrong. So, hey, don't take it personal. Just have fun with the Q-Talk. This is your boy, Pastor E. We get with you, get with you next week. We love you. We love you. We love you. And the only thing you can do about it is accept the fact that I love you.